Hey, y'all, it's Shalane with Old Girl Podcast. And you know the thing that Jenny and I most love are your stories, the stories that you guys send in to us, the little messages, the pictures. We just love it all. So please don't forget to check out our social media. That is Old Girl Podcast on Facebook as well as Instagram, Podcast Girl on Twitter. Please send us your stories at oldgirlpodcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, please, please, please do not forget to check out our new YouTube channel where we're basically just taking the video of our podcast and we're uploading there so you can actually see us in action. And some of the stuff that we do, you don't actually see, and that's what makes it funny. So don't forget to check all those out. Again, we really appreciate all of you listening to us and joining us in for the party, okay? So... Hold on tight and check out this next episode. Hello, this is Shalane. And this is Jenny. And welcome to Oh Girl. Hello, everybody. Hello, Shalane. Hi, Jenny. Oh, what a week. So uh, Halloween is over, but we're not done. Um, But first, in fairness of like truth and advertising, even though we're not advertising, but we have to say today is November 3rd. I know we're listening to this on Friday, but Mm -hmm. we want to point out that today is November 3rd. We know that today is election day. We're wearing our pearls. In honor of our OG, that's right. Um, And our blue, just you can figure out what that means. Um, But anyway, we want to point out that when you listen to this on Friday and we aren't talking about whatever has happened in the last three days, it's not like we're oblivious. We know right. what we on, um, and we're going to like hope for the best for everybody. So we just want to say that in the meantime, let's move on with the show. Um, Shalane, we've got social media stuff we got to cover. So why don't you get onto that? Right yes, quick. absolutely. Uh, so again, Oh, I just want to say, Jenny, you look really pretty, especially with those pearls. You look really pretty. I'm getting a Maryland vibe from you. I'm loving it. <laughs> We'll take it. <laughs> we, get, we get Black Girl RBG from you, and we are fine with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. All right. <laughs> so anyway, guys, so I just want to just, you know, just remind you guys, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube. Now, you're going to have um, Ogre Podcast. That's going to be on Instagram as well as uh, Facebook. On Twitter, it's going to be Podcast Girl because some chick stole a handle. And then, of course, on YouTube, it's going to be Ogre Podcast. If you want to send us an email with your stories, we still want your stories. It doesn't matter what, because we love listener stories for you know, the participation of it all. That's going to be Podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to go ahead and give a couple shout outs to some um, podcast people that have been um, listening to us and um, giving us some love. Podcast, excuse me, Pod Breed Network. I really love these guys because they're kind of like the IMDb of podcasts. So if you're looking for a particular show like this one, you can just go on there and um, it gives you like a brief description and recommendations and so forth. You have Podcast Movement. Um, I Again, just really like podcasts. Um, 
handles on Twitter that basically promotes listening and just help discover different podcast shows out there. Um, another one is <laughs> Dad <Uh-oh>. on Dayquil. <laughs> They are so cute. And last but not least, okay, I'm going to go ahead and give you a, it is Film Cafe Co-op. And basically, they just kind of review other movies that are out there, both old and new, you know, just for your viewing pleasure. And that's pretty much all I got, Jenny. Back to you. Uh Awesome. All right. So it is October. October is over. Um, But we were sad because especially, you know, 2020 has been rough and there's been no rules this year. Right. There ain't no rules. So we're still going to do scary October stuff, even though it's the first week of November. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do today is a chance to talk about. Um, So we're doing extra Halloween episode that we're going to talk about Halloween stuff that we didn't get to. I hope everybody enjoyed the last one so like we've had so, like the the paranormal investigator heather and elizabeth our tarot card reader and mm-hmm. that was super fun so now it's just you and me and we get to talk about our favorite halloween stuff so we're going to be playing a lot of things i love and things i hate today but most importantly not just because it's our halloween episode part four or five <laughs> because it is election day and we're all stressed out shalane yes say it right now what in the hell are you drinking? Girl, <laughs> I could not wait to tell you about this drink. I love it because A, it has apple, has some cider, and it's, I don't have the actual mule cup, but I have something pretty close. It's called the apple cider mule drink. And what it has, it has two ounces of quarter cup vodka, uh, a four, two ounces of apple cider, Half an ounce or one tablespoon of fresh lime juice is like already three ounces, which is six tablespoons of ginger beer. And if you want to garnish it, put a little lime wedge on there, thyme sprig or an apple slice, a little sprinkle cinnamon. And basically what you're going to do in a copper mug or glass, you're going to pour in the vodka, apple cider and the lime juice. And of course, the apple, excuse me, ginger beer. And then you're going to add ice and garnish with a lime wedge and a thyme sprig or apple slice. And if you want, you can sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon on there and then serve immediately and you know what i'm gonna drink it immediately because that stuff yummy so i have this because i'm already thinking about christmas i don't i don't have a fancy copper mug either so what's really cool about this mug is this one if it's hot yes zombie hands show up on it but it's mm-hmm. cold because it's the apple cider so cheers with the cheers. apple cider. this is yum chew let me see mm-hmm. okay okay mm-hmm. yes yes indeed yes now, i wish i had the the moscow mule mug because it would just you know it would just give me the total experience but Right. I also wonder, I'm just going to, you know, scroll off on the vodka. I love vodka, but vodka is one of, I love vodka. I also want to say, wouldn't you feel a little of our favorite or my favorite whiskey bourbon would be equally as delicious in that cocktail? Either I had plenty of vodka, vodka it is. I have a feeling we're going to be drinking all day. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to say, okay, so wait a minute. I'm not going to say, I'm just going to say that I started out this morning with my coffee and there may or may not be 
an alcoholic spirit in that as well. Wow. Election. So <laughs> this, this morning. Otherwise I would have done that too, but I had to work, but I best believe as soon as I came home. <laughs> That's right. So I got two for the price of one. All right. So, okay. so cheers, cheers. Wait, I didn't cheers. 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 Ding, 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 right. ding. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't ding because it's the, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to slurp instead. Yay. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. So, yeah, so we got a little apple cider uh, mule. I got a little coffee with who knows what's in it. Um, so, yay for that. So, it is uh, the, the couple days after Halloween. Now, Halloween was last Saturday. We had, you know, I was, like, our neighborhood is known for having a ton of trick-or-treaters. And we were like, because we love Halloween, we decorated the outside of our house. And I know there's COVID and all that stuff. And I've been super careful. I mean, like, we have batted down the hatches. No one's allowed in the house. You know, we, we make very little trips and stuff. But I just felt like, I know. But I felt like if I didn't pass out candy, I wouldn't be able to turn my lights on for Halloween. So I, we passed out candy. Um, I had rubber gloves and a mask on. And I literally was like arms length, like dropping it in their bags and not looking at them being like, hey, happy Halloween. <laughs> but so we did have kids, um, which was great. Um, sadly, most of them didn't have a mask on and neither did their parents. Uh-huh. I know. So I was doing a lot of that. Um, and I gave extra candy to the kids that had masks on, just so you know. Oh, um, yes. I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to talk for a moment about my, I've had some very fun trick-or-treating experiences when I was a kid and Halloween costumes. My mom was awesome. When I was uh, little, she did a ton of like, and I mean like intricately made homemade costumes. So this was back in the day when they weren't like, you weren't coming up with like, playing characters off of TV and stuff. So it was a lot of, um, I think my first one was this beautiful one piece, um, white bunny costume with like the head and the ears. And she drew my face on and it was warm in Illinois. It gets chilly for Halloween. Like it's, it's just a different time. And so it was like a nice little warm up. But I remember that one. Um, I know she made me and my brother and herself matching full on clown costumes. And I know we're going to talk about that later, but these were super cute, like hair. She made it like yarn wigs and the hat and painted our faces. And we were clowns. They were super cute. I know like maybe fourth or fifth grade. I know I wanted to be a scarecrow. She made a scarecrow costume that was really, really cool. So she did, she outdid herself. I I do have to say there was a moment and you, you probably know this too, Shalane. When we were younger, the thing that everybody did was, do you remember the costumes in a box that you'd get at the grocery store? Yeah. Like a pullover plastic, you know, dress. I don't know. And then the plastic mask with the elastic band that went over. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Right. So here's me as a kid having these beautiful homemade costumes that my mom, you know, worked tirelessly on. And I was, of course, jealous of the kids that got the store-bought costumes, even though they were crap. And I know that somewhere in there, I kind of put my foot down and wanted the the plastic box costume. And I did two years back to back. What year one? I was Wonder Woman. Okay, I know. And year two, I was the Almighty Isis. You guys, I don't know if people that was a live action TV show, right? Which is yes, love that show. I was so disappointed, and that's why I went back to the homemade ones because again, like the costumes that my mom made, you felt like you were the character because you were wearing the whole costume and the outfit. And it, it hit me like wearing this other thing. First of all, like your arms are sticking through it with your turtleneck on underneath it because you got to wear a shirt. So it didn't feel like I was Wonder Woman. I'm sure my mom could have made me a Wonder Woman or an Isis that would have looked 
like amazing. Mm-hmm. But you know, the thing you can't see out and it's poking, you're scratching, you stick your tongue through and you cut your tongue on it. And so you spend most of it with it up on top of your head. Right. walking around with like plastic outfit and the mask on top of your head going trick-or-treat I can't see and I'm uncomfortable mm-hmm. so you know 2020 as a small child I want to say like that was like third and fourth grade second and third grade that I uh-huh. made that and went back to the homemade costumes because they were so much better so cheers to you mom and your homemade costumes <laughs> that being said I'm just laughing because I remembered those those masks. I mean, you know, I I, I had one and I think it was because I got it as a hand-me-down. You're right. It's like you could barely see. Those costumes were really thin. So it's, yeah. it gets cool. So then you're walking around freezing your butt off, you know. <laughs> yeah. They aren't the costumes that you buy. And, in, in, you know, you can go to Target today and get like, a cute outfit that would be like it was homemade. But these were like literally, we're going to have to find some and post them, Shalane. I'm mm-hmm. sure just out there just like the plastic like and it was painted on yep. and it's cheesy and by the end of the night you've ripped the seam down okay. the side Are you, and, you know like the, the mouth is torn out like you know the mask mouth is torn because you've been moving it and pla- you know just a hot mess so on those um the i was only- always in white face though because you know they were in costumes that match my skin color right? mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true that's true too so Right. Well, I only had, I had two costume tragedies of my childhood. One wasn't, one was the last year that I dressed up, which was sixth grade. And that was me not understanding how to explain what I wanted to be, because I'd seen the picture. I knew what I wanted my mom to make me, but told her the completely wrong thing. So what I wanted to be was the bride of Frankenstein. That's what I wanted to be. And everybody knows that wig and the, yeah. and stuff and that would have been a huge project for her to make what I asked to be because I didn't know any better was I said I wanted to be Dracula (gasps) which I don't know where I got that from so my mom got me some like really bad polyester pull-on black pants and I wore one of my dad's white dress shirts tucked in and she made the red sash so she was going old school Dracula and Mm -hmm. she a full-length cape black cape um and she took my mom was a hairdresser so she had some old hair pieces so she like pulled my hair back and had this like black hair thing on and then painted the point like on your forehead Mm -hmm. and I had plastic teeth and little blood I was full on Dracula but that was probably one of the most awkward ones because in sixth grade I gotta tell you I had no shape I had no waist I had no boobs I was like this straight blob and there was nothing attractive about that look so it was it was a very bad male drag impersonation of Dracula and as I'm putting it on I could not wrap inside my brain why I didn't look like the picture in my head but you know like back then you didn't have the internet to be like this is what I want to be so I was like this isn't that this where's the hair and the white stripes and so I wore it and then on top of that like everywhere I walked I got that cape stuck on stuff oh I was constantly getting stuck and everybody was in front of me and leaving me behind and I couldn't see and it was dark and so that wasn't the best way to go I did not go out on top with Halloween the rest of my costume trick-or-treat days I love um except for one other one when I was little I wanted to be Raggedy Ann I'm sure everybody knows Raggedy Ann and Andy the dolls Mm mm-hmm my, my mom had made me a homemade Raggedy Ann and Andy, and I wanted to be Raggedy Ann. And so she made me the full costume. If people don't know what that is, I guess, again, we can post a picture so people know. But she wears, like, a little, you know, uh, like, a red, white, and blue, like, 
flower print, um, mm-hmm. prairie kind of print dress, but it's short. And then she has like a pinafore, like a little apron. And she has a little, she has red yarn hair and uh, a little white cap and red and white striped tights, and little black shoes. So my mom took the clown wig from the years before and said, well, that's Raggedy Ann. That makes sense. And she added braids to it. So I was Raggedy Ann. Um, made the whole outfit from scratch. I looked adorable. The only thing is back in the 1970s, they, we, there were no such thing as red and white striped tights. No. So my mom got in, you know, in, uh, got MacGyver. Um, and she put, she bought me some red tights. And then what she did, is she took masking tape and taped circles around oh. my legs to look like the white stripes. That's actually pretty smart. Right. Which was very smart, except... Oh. The night of Halloween, she put them on a little too tight. Oh, shit. <laughs> the circulation in my legs were getting <laughs> where we were going. And I kept going, I want to be going. I want to go home. I want to go home. Like, I want, I wanted to trick or treat, but I legit was like, I can't feel my toes. <laughs> we got home and my legs had like, like welts around him where like, you know, the blood had been cut off like a tourniquet. So, and it wasn't like, you know, like child abuse, like way too tight. It was just, just a little too tight where like it was cutting my legs. So I remember it. It's funny now to look back on it, but I loved my costumes. I loved them and I loved getting candy. It was super fun. Um, and those are back in the days, uh, when I was little, we still had a parent go with us, but I want to say in third or fourth grade, we started going by ourselves. Like you, you could be that little and go out around the neighborhood by yourself. And I went by myself until I was done. And nowadays I can't imagine oh, no. uh-uh. being left alone to wander around. So, nope. so anyway, so cheers to my childhood memories. Of <laughs> I'm just thinking, you kept saying, I want to go home. I'm like, wait a minute, that's Dorothy. <laughs> that is not Raggedy Ann. <laughs> yeah. Raggedy Ann. She was a hot mess. <laughs> that's um, so sad. A poor thing <laughs> waddling around. I want to go home. Well, yeah. I mean, like for me, I didn't, you know, we, you know, in the many podcast episodes before, I've mentioned that we weren't very wealthy. And my mom, because we lived, we I grew up in Browns Mills, New Jersey, which is a real rural, I can't say that word, rural, (laughs) right, that word, town. So like houses were like 10, 15 minutes apart walking, you know, I mean, they they weren't very close at all Um, and heavily wooded. So, it, you know, you might think, well, 15 minutes walking, that's not bad. But when it's heavily wooded, dirt roads and things like that, you know, my mom would always say, yeah, you're going to go trick-or-treating and someone's going to kidnap you and tie you to a tree and, and we'll, we'll never see you again. So I'm like, oh, shit. So then that's when it wasn't until like maybe middle school where I started going with friends. But, you know, we had to get creative because, you know, I think I only had one of those costumes that you talked about once with the plastic, you know, real, really right. bad plastic. Yeah. So I remember doing um, Jamie Summers from Bionic Woman. I just Ooh. had some high, high waisted jeans and like a turtleneck. And when people go say, who are you supposed to be? <laughs> this is embarrassing. Who are you supposed to be? Bionic Woman, watch. Chon, chon, chon. <laughs> like that little chon. <laughs> That's right, though. You're like, okay, I'm going to give you some candy for creativity. Here you go. <laughs> well, I'm all right with that. I totally agree with that. Yeah, that's probably why I'm, I'm into cosplay now, only because, you know, I didn't have the resources to buy, so I was right. just, you know, making stuff. But um, fun fact, so my, I, I started a new job, and my supervisor came by with this big bowl of candy. 
and it's like all chocolate. And I'm looking and I'm talking about these chocolate bars. They were like the king size, king size Twix, king size, you know. And I said, I asked her, I was like, what's what? This is your Halloween candy? She said, yeah, you know, we just felt bad because of the pandemic. So we really wanted to love on the kids that went out this year. I was like, I'm going to your house next year. Right. Yeah, it was like king size Twix. That's our first things I love and things I hate. So let's talk about, we're going to share both our loves and our hates. Okay. But let's do it. Halloween candy edition. Uh, <laughs> so what does she, like, what, what are your, like, distinct, mem- like, I know you didn't trick or treat a lot, but there's still Halloween candy. What are your favorites and what are your least favorites? You know what? I don't know if they make this anymore, but I used to love me a Mary Jane. The Mary Jane candy. Okay, so you make it a face, so you don't know either. Okay, so Uh-oh. it was like a toffee kind of, uh, it, it, it's, ugh, God, I guess I would equate it to like maybe, uh, maybe like a starburst consistency. It's hard to kind of chew in it and then it gets whatever. But this was like, um, maybe a toffee slash coffee type of like it, it was almost well it wasn't as crunchy as a worth words that yeah yeah, yeah. but it was something so like it, it had like little nuts inside would it be like maybe different regions because one of my favorites when i was a kid and i wonder if we're talking if we're once again we're going to find something in common that we didn't know do you know what bit of honey is yes it's exactly like that it's exactly like that, but they call it Mary Jean. It came in like in a like a um, like a um, goldenrod yellow color with the red stripe in the middle, and it said Mary Jean. It was like the girl with the Mary Jean shoes. Yep. Huh. Bit of so that is a perfect description of what this candy was. Maybe it, well, that was like an East Coast candy or something. Because it might be, but that's so crazy that you mentioned it. Hey, high five. Yeah, <laughs> hi, hi. But we both like it because I was going to say one of my favorites when I was a kid and nobody else liked them. So like I could pick them all out of my brother's candy and all my friends is those bit of honeys. I yeah. loved bit of honey. Loved them. Yeah. That's just, um, yeah. So, yeah. Bit of honey. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And But mine had like a little bit of a maybe it was like peanut a little bit whatever in, in yeah. the inside just a little bit yeah like little there's a little yeah bonus. yeah a little bonus extra if you suck i'm not a, like here's the thing i i don't like um chewing anything that's like sticky or gummy so i'm i'm not a fan of like dots or swedish fish or gum. Ooh, I, I love swedish fish I know I don't like to chew them it's like a texture thing so I don't like them um but like stuff like bit of honey or like anything with caramel like I will like I know this sounds bad I will suck on it and let it dissolve maybe chew it a little bit with my front teeth but I don't want it you in my not bowl. say that while I'm drinking the cider you could not say <laughs> but I don't like to chew that stuff in my molars and have it get stuck but I would suck on the bit of honey and as it got smaller and smaller you could you could taste like the little nuts in there so yeah like it, I'm a texture person and so as a kid like the ones I did not like and I don't even know if they make them anymore or if they do I've not seen a three musketeer in a long time and I don't have to see it anytime soon oh so. I love three musketeers uh-uh. no I've got to have texture in my, so I like Snickers because I like the peanuts yeah. crunch in it um I loved uh 100 grand yeah and bars yeah or um Nestle's uh, uh Nestle crunch yeah um really have Kit Kats when I was a kid I love Kit Kats now but they didn't have those when I was a kid I do like uh now here's the thing do you remember the little boxes of milk duds because I love me some milk duds mm-hmm. 
And I would love, like, it was extra special if there was four in the box instead of three, because every once in a while there might be four in the box. So I loved Milk Duds. Um, what did, but what didn't I like? For sure, I can tell you without a doubt. Candy corn. And those little orange pumpkins that look like candy corn, those, you know, those candy pumpkins, gross. The orange and black wrapped like peanut butter kiss chewy candies. And that's what my mom used to hand out a lot was those gross, did not like those. Um, and I think that's why she got them because she knew we wouldn't eat them. Like sitting around, we could eat those things so that she could, you know, leave it there. Uh-huh. Those are the ones I really, really didn't like. The other one that I don't like, it was a love-hate relationship that I think all of us kids had was with bazooka bubblegum because yeah. you, wanted the, you wanted the little... Um, Kami wrapped around it because yeah. it came with a little comic wrapped around it so you wanted that and you chew that gum and it tasted freaking weird anyway it was a weird it wasn't super sweet it had a weird spice and it didn't last long yeah that's what i'm saying like three seconds and it was gone so then you felt like you were chewing on like a mm-hmm. pencil eraser <laughs> yeah but you know i remember bazooka now the thing is is like there i don't think that we ever had anybody that gave away a full-size candy bar in the neighborhood that i was in now, i'm not judging i just don't think we had full-size we had good chocolate because you'd get the little bite-sized ones and there was yeah. a lot of chocolate. but there was a neighbor that every year we knew and now that i look back on it i'm sure it was like literally 10 cents but you would go there and they passed out little plastic bags of change oh out food so i'm like they must have been collecting change year round and they put it in plastic bags and everybody got different amounts so sometimes you'd hit it big and there'd be a quarter in there but there was usually like pennies nickels dimes i don't know like it had to have cost more in change than it did to buy candy so you look back and go that's pretty cool and maybe it wasn't that ton but you'd be so like you were like we have to hit that house because you got to get the you know to get the money so that okay, one what kind of change were they handing out were they like pennies or, or were they giving like it was like a mixture like there'd be penny every bag was different so you never knew so it'd be oh. like pennies and nickels and dimes and then every once in a while there was a quarter in there if you hit the if you hit, hit it big you might get a quarter so i don't know who they were or where they are anymore but that was always cool was you had to hit the mm-hmm. change house um and then our house became uh the house that scared people my, and it's funny because my dad was the principal of the high school, mm-hmm. but he would start inventing um, devices to scare the crap out of kids. And that's what our house became. So we had candy, but it was really like he had a ghost that used like a basketball and put a sheet over and then right. uh-huh. and attached it to a mop pole going out horizontally. And he stuck the mop pole through. Um, he took the screen out of one of our bay windows and laid this ghost over the bushes on the outside and the pole was inside and he would lay down underneath the window. And so the kids would walk up to the door and get their candy. And on their way back, he would push the mop handle through the window. So it looked like the ghost was coming at them and they would like run screaming down. the That's dr- messed up, Jenny. You know that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. And I, you know, I'm not a fan of getting scared by Your stuff. Your dad so. said, your dad said, you want this candy? You got to earn this candy. <laughs> my dad said, you know what? Someday I'm going to have to deal with you in my high school. So in the meantime, we was <laughs> early so you get scared me from that on. He also put himself into like a costume where his head, he put a bucket over his head so he cut eyes out in it and, and sat like and put like newspaper. So it looked like he was like a scarecrow sitting in a chair and by he would get up and scare him. And so 
I spent my uh, uh, middle school and the first couple years of my high school career um, helping my dad scare the crap out of small children. Oh my god! <laughs> Which kind of led me to the haunted houses. Yeah. Um, that one. Well. So- so yay for candy. Like, like, and I hate to say it this year, just because there's been so much stress, we've made a point to go out and, uh, buy several bags of, um, Halloween candy and eat it, uh, throughout the day oh gosh well I've i been- just you know like for me the candy besides candy corn i didn't like black licorice i mm-hmm. mean that seemed to be the thing like black licorice when when it came time to like you know getting in my bag i'd go and look like charlie brown i got i got apple i got this i got a rock yeah. i got black licorice and then you know and it's just bitter and your teeth get all funky looking and everything yeah. um yeah no i don't i don't like um they look like watermelons. It's almost like a like a cabbage patch type of gummy with the salt in it, but they're shaped like watermelons. I just yeah, that's I don't like that either. I don't think I had those. I don't like you know what I would get like sweet tarts. I didn't mind sweet. I like sweet tarts mm-hmm. because it's like the sweet sugary stuff is not my favorite. I like the chocolatey stuff more. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind a sweet tart. I wouldn't mind a, a small laffy taffy. Yeah, um, laffy taffy is alright. I do have to say, I I love a good tootsie pop. Mm-hmm. The tootsie roll in the middle. I don't mind a tootsie pop tootsie roll either, but I do love tootsie pop with the tootsie in the middle. I went through a period where I totally loved, and now I can't think of the name of them. What are the, the lollipops that have the bubble gum in the middle of them? Oh, oh, yes. I can't. Oh my gosh. I can't think of the name of it. Um, not lucky, lucky, not lucky charms. No. Um, Blow pops. No. no. Charm, pops. Charm pops. I knew I'd come up with it. Charm yeah. Pops. Yeah. I like those. And now as an adult, we bought those one year for kids. Um, and I tried one and I was like, oh my God, this is so much sugar. I can't. Uh-uh, that's diabetes on a stick. Uh-uh. Yeah, dude. Woo. Uh-huh. Um, oh, um. I, oh, I was just going to say the one thing that we would do when we would get home from trick or treating, me and my brother is, is pour the candy out on two, like there had to be a barrier so we wouldn't get mixed together, but pour it out on the carpet. Number one, mom had to go through it to make sure we didn't have any, you know, yeah. white tails, the razor blades and the, and the, mm-hmm. and whatever, or anything that looks shady that thus began the negotiation of oh no i'll give you all my bit of honeys but i want your yeah with you know and the negotiation of i would try and shove off like the three musketeers and he would try and take some of my hundred grand so i had to balance out that was like the first learning to negotiate right (laughs) that's how you're so good at it the carpet negotiation with the candy <laughs> trading back and forth and then hiding our candy in our own hiding place so that the other couldn't get to it. So that was, that was the other part of uh, the, the Halloween candy uh, trick or treating portion that I remember. Um, but let's move on to, right, right. that's what I was getting ready to say. We need yeah, to, let's move on to another things I love and things I hate. Now, Shalane, I know you love something more than, not more than life itself, but it's up there on the list and it's something I do not like. So why don't you share yeah. one of your Halloween favorites? Oh, yes. Well, it's, well, well, it's pretty much all year round, but Halloween time is even better. Okay. But I love scary movies. I love scary movies so much. Um, it's like a date night thing for Dean and I. It's like Friday, Saturday night. It's like date night. It's like Netflix and Scream type of deal, you know? I like scary movies because, and I like, it's not just any kind of scary movie. 
I like psychological scary movies like that could possibly be true. Um, I like like for me, if I have to go back and think about the kind of movies I liked um, Serpent in a Rainbow that had Bill Pullman. I've initially liked it because, you know, at, you know, I have had a crush on Plum is Cute, but what's, I that, had, what's, like, that, like, what's the gist of that one? That one, he actually, it was based on true story. He played like this doctor that was, uh, he had to go do this research about this new up and coming medicine that actually, it kind of made like the living, um, like, like a zombie. It made people to zombies because people were getting buried alive, you know, because they, people thought they were dead and they weren't. It's like, it was like a powdered medication and you blow on it and it would put them in a state as if they were dead. And, you know, so it was like voodoo stuff, but in the process, so this uh, Bill Pullman's character is trying to do research about this and the, um, like the government there, they are corrupt. So they don't want people coming in there and take their stuff. So now you have a little bit of voodoo, a little bit of black magic, a little bit of, you know, realism, because anytime I see a movie that says based on factual events or based on a true story, I'm hooked because I got to watch it. And then I have to go back and decipher, okay, is it true and not true? What, you know, hey, I would make Maybe watch that there, because it doesn't sound like there's a lot of is there a lot of like jumping out and like stabbing and slicing? No, and- see, I don't like movies like that. That that Friday the Thirteenth, you know, like or Saw or Hostel. I don't like movies like that because to me that's okay. that's gore and I, that that's cheap. Anyone could just do that, but if you can get into my head and make me kind of like look in my closet before I go to sleep, that type of deal, I like that. I like movies like that. Um, I like Bad Ben. Bad Ben was a movie on a shoestring budget. The guy made it um, with his iPhone, believe it or not. He didn't. He, he did not spend a lot of money. Wow. But Bad Ben was basically a guy who bought a foreclosed home with all of his savings, and he was going to flip it and sell it. And in the process, he discovers that the house was haunted. And, you know, and he kind of like uh, fights with the demon or whatever it is that's in the house. Um, but it, because it has that documentary look to it, the way that it's shot, that's uh-huh. what got me. Skeleton Key is Scott. Sorry, <laughs> cider. Skeleton Key that had um, oh god, Kate Hudson in it. Um, New Orleans, you know, voodoo uh, movie. So um, yeah, so uh, that's all I can see. Now you got to watch it. Um, there's that Paranormal Activity. I liked it because again, it had that documentary feel to it and. Um, it, Wait, it, what's paranormal? Like that one sounds familiar. Paranormal activity. Yeah. Paranormal Who's, activities. I just this um, this uh, house. The woman starts um, starts seeing things moving around in the house by itself. You know, tells her husband don't. He doesn't believe her. They take cameras and they hook it up in the house. And as they're sleeping, the, um, they record while they're sleeping. And then, like next day, the husband looks at the video and he sees oh, his wife. No. He, he sees his wife doing all these weird things. Yeah, I won't say it again, but it's, it's pretty good. And last but not least, this is an old one. It's called The Terrifier. Now, I will say this is like maybe early 80s. Uh, Plot-wise, it's terrible. It's it's like horrible. This is probably out of all of them. This one probably has like the most gore. Um, but I think what appealed to me about this was that The Terrifier is this... Um, like a French mime like clown, not mime is like what you would like this, but like the French with the pointy hat with the three little puffs here and all that. Yeah. And like a Harlequin, like an Arlequino, like a Harlequin. Something like that. Yeah. But, um, 
classic, you know, classic. I mean, he's right up there like Scott Spillman when he made all of his like classic horror um, giants like Frankenstein, Dracula and everything else. And we go to all these different conventions. People would ask, do you have one of the Terrifier? So I was like, well, I want to watch this movie because people keep asking for this character. Right. And I looked at it and it's right up there with like Rob Zombie's um, House of a Thousand Corpses. It's like, yeah, you wouldn't watch that. But I would definitely recommend Skeleton Key for you. Because I might have to, I might have to watch that one. Yeah, because it's villains and voodoo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't like scary movies, but I don't, but I like suspense. Like you're talking, yeah. I absolutely don't like. Like you said, Freddie and uh, Jason and Michael Myers and The Ring and. All that. The ring was kind of cool, though. No, like all that kind of like creepy, weird, uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) uh-uh. Like dolls coming to life and all that crap. Uh Uh-uh, no thanks. Um, And I don't like overly suspenseful where it's like like that paranormal activity sounds like it would scare the crap out of me because I don't like shit jumping on me. Um, But I go back to a memory that I had when I was real little, and I don't even know if my mom or dad knew that I saw this movie, but I was over at my friend's and Banks um, house. And she, I've talked about her before. She had older, older brothers and sisters. And so we sometimes saw older stuff than we should because they were in high school. And so I was like, like legit, maybe second, third, fourth grade, somewhere in there. I was little and she had HBO and we were, we were playing in the basement. HBO was on and a movie came on called Home Bodies. Mm-hmm. Look it up because now that I looked it up, it is, it's marketed as a comedy thriller, oh, no. but as a child, it was not funny. <laughs> it was, it was about these senior citizens that were living in a building that was going to be like bulldozed and they were going to lose their, their home. And so they went about like terrorizing people to scare them away so they could keep their house. And all I remember, I don't remember much about the plot at all, other than I know they were killing somebody and they, they built um, a, a square box out of um, um, those cement bricks, you know, like you see like in the wall, like, like basements are made out of those yeah, cement yeah. hole, like, the, like they're big and then the holes. So it was all built together like that and they put them inside it and they had wood around it and then they filled it with cement. So they filled it up and it was going up and he was like screaming and it went bloop, 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 bloop. And it came up here. That was scary enough to watch as a little kid. But what was weird was that the, I guess this would be the comedy part is that as they were like, okay, we're going to walk away and no one will know that he's in there. It's just going to be this cement brick. Um, but his foot had pushed out underneath the bottom of this frame thing and his toes were sticking out in his shoe and so they looked at each other like what should we do and this guy just picks up an axe from somewhere and just and the guy's toes off in the shoe picks up the toe of the shoe and all looks at it looks at each other and puts it in his pocket and walks and they continue on and that's like frozen in my brain as a visual forever it scared the crap out of me Mm -hmm. that's probably what like colored me against that. That and also when I, I think I was in sixth grade, we were at a slumber party and um, we were spending time doing two different things. And so there were some people over here doing something and some people were watching The Shining and halfway through at some point, And that scared the crap out of me too. And I, I 
the whole thing. I've watched it since and it's still super creepy and I don't really like it, but it is more of a psychological thing and you can appreciate the acting of Jack Nicholson and whatnot. But I think those two things were one, two punch that like scared the crap out of me. And then, and then, um, poltergeist was the other one that really got me because I remember watching that, not in the theater. I think I was at a friend's house, a neighbor's house watching it. And we all watched it together. Like family, the family went down there to have a cookout. We're going to watch poltergeist on HBO. And I, I was scared anyway, um, but when the guy started peeling his face off in the mirror, <laughs> that's what set me off and gave me nightmares. That, and I got to say, there was a clown in that one that showed up, and then the and the thunder and the lightning when the little kid laid in bed, and the thunder, and then you would count one thousand one, and they yes. said getting closer when the lightning i used to do that for years i would lay in bed with my eyes open and hear the thunder and just waiting for it to come through the window so uh poltergeist really really pushed me over the edge where i didn't watch anything scary for a really long time i just Mm. i um i do appreciate though like you said like um what do you call it like um psychological dramas Mm -hmm. um to the lambs I, I don't look at that as a horror movie because it was such a well acted and crafted story right that I think it was scary I mean like I don't remember ever like putting my eyes up or my hands over my eyes and wanting to hide from it I was intrigued by that um that being said that's why I never watched Walking Dead when it first came up because I don't like shit jumping out at me and zombies coming after me it wasn't until I moved to Georgia they were five seasons in before I started watching Walking Dead now I appreciate it um, I appreciate it more because I, I can look at it and I'm not scared because I look at it and go, well, that's my backyard. That's, I, I, you know what I mean? I'm familiar with the location. I know that it's fake. I've met the people on it. So it doesn't scare me, but I still like it. Um, and then you and I both have a love for American horror story, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, Coven was, like that was one of my favorites now i gotta i gotta go back and admit i never watched season one and two and those are supposedly the scariest jump out kind of creepy ones and they're on our list that we're gonna go back and watch those um we just haven't got to them yet so i started mm-hmm. um did you see have you watched all the seasons all, no because i didn't like the circus one it was like take or leave it and i didn't like the roanoke virginia one asylum and and coven yeah, those two are the ones that did. Wait, what was Asylum? Was that that season two? Oh God, I don't think I saw Asylum. But that was well in in the murder house. Yeah, I never saw that. Yeah, and the, yeah. and the house like the first season that I saw. That's when they were in that house, and Jessica Lang was there, and everything else. And that's when I saw your girl um, Beckendale, um, the one that played Jesse. Alexander Breckenridge. Yeah. Yeah. She's in that. She's a redhead in that one. Yeah. And that, that's the season I never saw. So that's you the one I can watch that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I loved Coven. I loved, I did like the circus season. I liked it because it wasn't really scary. Now, the thing is, is that Ryan Murphy, I don't know where he comes up with stuff out of his head because the, there is some gore in all of those. That's, that's pretty bad. And I, it took me a bit to get used to it. And now I just go, okay, funny, haha. Yeah, you could. So, uh, you know, there, there, there's, I mean, even like, uh, this is a separate discussion, but Ratchet, there was some yes. decent violence in that. We'll say that we'll have a full discussion about Ratchet. Um, but I do like Ryan Murphy. I like his crazy crap. And he knows how to craft a, a nice horror piece. Mm-hmm. Um, just enough that'll 
scare me, but I don't have nightmares from it. So I like that. And I got to say, I do love vampire stuff. And that is not, to me, that's not Dracula. I do love the story of Dracula, even though it was a mistake when I was in sixth grade to be Dracula. But I love love Anne Rice. I loved reading all the Interview with the Vampire books. And that's what got me um, intrigued by New Orleans was... In reading um, the stories where they were set in New Orleans. So I love Interview with the Vampire. I like Buffy. We're huge Buffy and Angel fans. Um, I Like I said, I'm watching Vampire Diaries and it's, it's sort of cheesy, but I'm enjoying it. I like the lore. Um, I have read the Twilight books and I've watched the Twilight movies. Um, they're, they're not... They're not the greatest, but it's a vampire, and so I wanted to see it. So I don't put them on my top. Yeah, I don't put them on my top list. But um, so yeah, vampire stuff is super fun, and I, I just feel like it's more like a romanticized thing than it is a horror. You know what I mean? Like there's still horror from it, um, but it it makes you love the bad guy. It's kind of like Walking Dead sometimes, where you, you like you feel bad for the zombies. Mm-hmm. Because they're humanized. You realize they were human. You see them as a human. You see them as a zombie. And you don't just hate them. So I think that's the same with like vampires. Like they're not great people because they kill people to live. But they might have good souls. And they're trying not to be like that. So um, yeah, but see, Jenny, the, 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 I agree with you. Because if you think about it, a vampire becomes a vampire because someone turned them. And sometimes right. that, you know, being turned into a vampire wasn't always like... Um, uh, uh, and a, a choice decision, a choice you just became right. that, you know so that's how I feel I my favorite vampire is still Lestat you know and I felt yeah. bad for him because he really loved him some some Brad Pitt and Brad was like nah <laughs> I'm out well, and, and you know I don't have you read those books by no. any chance have you read okay well there's a lot that they didn't well because they didn't do um they did interview with the vampire. They didn't really do a film of um, the second one, which is uh, the vampire Lestat, which is his story, his, his background. And he didn't have a choice. He li- literally did not have a choice. A vampire took him and uh, made him a vampire before he even knew what was going on. Yeah. That's why he says to Brad Pitt in interview, I'm going to give you the choice that I never had. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the vampire Lestat was an actor that's another reason why I loved him. He was, he, he ran away from home and became an actor, which mm. I very much related to. So I kind of love that in his story is that he, be, he was part of the Comedy Francaise, which is the original um, theater troops way back in, in his time period. So I love that about him. Um, and I love, I loved I mean, come on, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt with long hair and bare chests and being all sexy. Come on now. That scene. Yeah, I was, <laughs> that was, that was pretty. So I love that too. I wonder if they could redo that. Would you want them to redo that? No. No? No. What I want them to do is do the vampire Lestat. And if they have to do it with someone other than Tom Chris, and Brad Chris Evans. Maybe. You mean to play... To play, um, to play uh, Louis. Yeah. I feel like he's more of a Louis. Really? Ooh, let's ask our audience. I don't know if anybody, okay, if they were going to redo Interview with a Vampire or do the, do the actual sequel, who should play Louis and Lestat? That's a very interesting. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> but they're too big. Like, that's the thing. Lestat was a small guy. Lestat. 
I was like, it's like kind of meek guy. He was an actor and he was, he was, he was very religious. He believed in God and, you know, like he was really like a good guy. And, um, that's, you know, that's Chris Evans. Evans. That's cool. he, he killed, um, he tried to only kill cause he could read their thoughts. He tried to only kill evildoers. He really did. He tried to reason it out that if he's going to kill people, he's only going to kill evildoers. So, um, and Louis, you know, the same way, you know, twisted, haunted soul. Hmm. I'm going to have to think about that because that's, I, hmm. Uh, this is a good, that is a good, let's, let's, let's revisit that next week after we have time to think about that. I'll make a note. Let's see if anybody sends in and says if they were to redo it. But I feel like Interview with a Vampire is a really well done film. I think it sticks around Kristen, uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst. Yes. As a little girl, you go back and you watch that and you go, gosh, she understood that she was in a little girl's body, but she was like a 40, 50, 100 year old woman. I love that. Um mm-hmm. She did such a great job with that, that I just wouldn't want to see it redone. I would be more than welcome with them to redo the Twilight movies because I feel like part of the problem, even to make them like a flake, the books weren't great, but it was the the actors that they had playing some of those parts were so not right for the roles that they could go back and do it again. Go ahead, do it again. Try um, that's what I, that's where I'm at with that. But Cheers to uh, cheers to some really good uh, movies and TV shows that you guys can all watch. If you know what, it's cold out. You might as well cuddle up on the couch and watch some scary stuff, right? And then cider, <laughs> so, right? Um, yeah. Um, so you know, yeah. So cheers to that. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so so guys, I just want you to remember, um, please reach out to us, you know, because we love doing this podcast. Um, we get a lot of interaction from you guys. So make sure you check us out. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, um, Twitter, YouTube, um, and also on, um, the, on podcasts. Make sure you check us out on Spotify, Google um, Podcasts. Stitcher, see the ciders kicking in. I gotta hurry and wrap this up. And basically, any uh, platform that you like listening to your favorite shows, make sure you reach out to us there because when uh, Apple Podcasts, they can write reviews. So if you're listening to us, Apple Podcasts and write reviews because it helps get more people to come and find us. Right. That's me being on social media. Like Shalane, did you like it? Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, hey guys, thanks for listening. Um, we had uh, another fun day talking about some of our favorite stuff. Um, it is time to put Halloween to rest for the year. Look, I'm going to be like, to rest. Year lies Halloween yeah. 2020. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> that's Halloween, fine. That wasn't. <laughs> Next year is going to be bigger and better and way more fun. So yay for that. Um, so tune in next week. We are talking um, more what you're watching because we're going to talk about Ratchet and we're going to talk about Borat and we're going to talk about uh, a bunch of films and, and TV shows that we finally caught up on. So we've got a bunch of TV stuff to talk about. Maybe a little Fear the Walking Dead and a little World Beyond because we haven't talked about that either. So a little bit Walking Dead stuff related. Um, we're also going to talk about some of our favorite stuff. Food trucks. Let's talk about food because I'm hungry. So um, 
Let us know if you guys have any good food trucks in your area and you want to give them a shout out, send us in that information and we will um, talk about them next week. Look at their menus because I love to eat. In the meantime, Shalane, love you, girl. Um, back, Jenny. Fingers crossed that all goes well today with election day and that by next week we'll be toasting everything good. Uh, thanks for listening and watching it. If you're watching us, cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Mm.